This is what? Hard to swallow. Gross. <laughs> Welcome back to Hard to Follow Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Bell on Instagram and Twitter as AI Emily. And of course, I'm joined here with some Negroes I know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and you bitches got me motherfucking fucked up. All of you bitches do. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you why. But before I do that, Joining Matt now is Lyrical Mar on Instagram and Twitter as Lyrical Mar. What a pop, brace yourself as I ride on top. Close your eyes as you ride, ride out your socks. Double, lose his mind as he grind in a tunnel. Wanna give me the cash he made off his ass? <laughs> Wait, I couldn't even finish, girl. But what's up? That was the icon. Foxy Brown. And the reason why I can't finish because I see Lindsay. Always throwing it up like she's in Brooklyn back in the day, like it was on, like hey. somebody's house in yes, the Bronx. somebody's house. <laughs> Lindsay, you have got to stop making no me somebody laugh. house in Queens. <laughs> 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 hey guys, hi. Listen, and also joining is Milady, 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 Lindsay Wagner on Instagram and Twitter as Lynn's Wags. I've been going for a minute now, back at the jump off. Goons in the club, he some jumps off. Back up for the high look the pump off. In the graveyard is where you get dumped off. Cause all we wanna do is party and buy everybody at the bar Bacardi. Black Barbie, Justin, Bagari. I'm trying to leave somebody's Ferrari. Okay, that's it, cause I'm sick. What's up, <laughs> everyone? What's goody? The icon, <laughs> Kimberly Denise Jones. Little Kim. The Kim the Littles. The other I oh yeah, you did Inga Marshawn. Yeah, I always uh, will give I always will give it up to Fox Brown. Never another episode with Kim and Foxy. What is going on? It's it's just it's just what it's it's how we grew up, girl. Yeah, yeah. Good time. Good times. What did you all think of Little Kim at um what was that? The Grammy? No, Billboard? Awards. Um, yeah, BT. There it was. First of all, well, everybody was talking about her new surge. The surge is going to surge. She's going to keep doing it. I love the way she looked. <laughs> the wet, the wet blue hair. I was here for that look. The Saint boot. I was here. <laughs> Listen, I'll say this. <clears throat> I think had the hair been a different style, she wouldn't have been getting backlash. From the front, so let me tell you something about that wet and wavy slick back. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is for all you girls. Out all here. of you. This is for all of you. Not one particular type. When you wear that motherfucking slick back, wet and wavy, <laughs> don't take pictures from the front. No. <laughs> it need to be at an angle. And every picture, it seemed like every picture they kept getting of Kim was from the front. I'm like, it looks better from the side, number one. It probably looked better in person, number two. If you're going to have a wet and wavy slick bag, it needs to have, you need to have more hair. It, yeah, needs, to be a, it needs to be a more full 
It gotta be cool. Okay, so listen. All, I like her outfit. I I love her outfit. You know, I love because she's freshly pumped. She's you freshly I mean? pumped. That hair was the demise for me. Mm-hmm. I just felt like she didn't sell it the way, like, you know, I felt like it was more photo shoot hair. And that's all I'm going to say. I wish she had something more full filling out that face. <clears throat> the face looks good, but you can't tell with that hair and those sunglasses did also did not help. It made her face look so round. But she looked good under all that. She looked good under all that. But um, but I was over her for not getting her cue. But the cue? oh my god, bitch! I don't know how she fucked that up. The cue was off. It was slightly embarrassing. That to, can I be honest? That was the most overhyped um, part of the show, and the niggas didn't deliver. <laughs> I know. Everybody was dying to see that part, and everybody. And it was given a dusty bag of bones from everybody. Except for Shine. Yes. Yeah, that's true. He spit that verse, bitch. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I also felt Kim was underprepared. I'm not blaming her for this. Something tells me it wasn't her fault. That's what I'm gonna say. You've been performing the same ten songs at your fucking concert. I understand that, but something about it, like I felt like it started before she was ready. She and I don't had know what just got in her cat suit. It's almost like <laughs> she had just zipped it up, bitch. It's almost like Biggie <laughs> cursed that that song because remember when they performed it, Diddy fell in the hole. <laughs> I forgot about that. Was it during that song? Was it during that song? I forgot about that shit. It's like, what? Why can't they get the Benjamins right? <laughs> she missed her cue. How are you missing your cue? You are, child. You make that fucking song. You're not supposed to miss the nah, cue. You don't miss that cue. <laughs> Oh, wow. I can't believe that Lindsay was being hard on Kimberly Jones. This is a first. Listen, I t- look, and I love Kimberly Denise. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Kimberly Denise. I also love Monica Denise, too. Not from that tiny <laughs> desk, bitch. That tiny desk, she sounded fucking horrible. He did? Uh, I would say do yourself I, a favor. I heard but- that reviews. I was kind of gagging a little bit. But not so much. Listen, this is not even about that. No, no, it's not. Congratulations to Simone Biles. She's the youngest recipient of the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Yes. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it like her. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Why is that her? (laughs) I love her. She's so. I just love her. Yes, I love it. Love to see it. And also, congratulations to this person I know, this Negro I know, Lyrical Mar on his AT&T campaign. Yes! Listen, thanks, guys. It only came about because I got selected for Vincent's tour to open for him in Washington, D.C., and AT&T decided to sponsor his tour. So in that moment, they wanted to 
find out more about the artist that opened up for him. And so we all went out to LA uh, and the artist that I knew, of course, Warren, who I've worked with before in the past, and then um, Victor Jackson, which, who I met for the first time and I love. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, that was my first time in LA and it's great. Basically what the campaign is about, you're going to be seeing a series of, uh, you know, videos and testimonies behind the scenes from the tour and just our, you know, experience as artists in the industry while also being queer. So <clears throat> I'm excited because this is like my first like national campaign. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And <clears throat> I definitely learned a lot from this trip. Anything and in particular? <laughs> I just kind of snapped into what I think a pop star really looks like. Mm. And um, in how I'm going to carve my way. And, you know, Swallowers, I hope you'll follow me on this journey because it is going to happen. Unless, unless you know, they listen back to one of these episodes and I said something fucked up about the wrong person. Other than that, <laughs> Nene's feet. Nene's feet? You said so many terrible things about Nene's feet. That's going to get you canceled. First of all, that's, I, first of all, Nene's, no, no, it's not. That will not get me canceled. <laughs> You know why? Because everybody knows about Nini's feet. Everyone knows it's big. <laughs> yeah, so I just... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, thanks for bringing that up. No problem. And congratulations. Um, you better get out there. You better get on out Listen, there. I'm trying you better to. Get out there. You better let these children know what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> Let the children know. <laughs> Let the children know what time it is. Oh, oh my God. I think we should talk about that for two seconds. They, um, uh, Ooh. Billy Porter, in what can only be described as a leftover costume from some sort of Star Wars franchise. <laughs> appeared at BET Awards in, like during the ballroom segment. And it was wonderful because aside from him, we had real authentic ballroom people mm -hmm. um, demonstrating their talent. The commentator, Kevin Jay-Z Prodigy, Icon mother Shannon was there. Yes. Cha -cha Balenciaga. Cha -cha Balenciaga. Um, other, Shannon Balenciaga. It was, really, really cool. it was it was beautiful. It was really, really cool to see. Billy Porter wasn't even needed. Billy Porter wasn't <laughs> at all. <laughs> Billy Porter, girl. No. Billy Porter. <laughs> Unnecessary. Unnecessary, but nevertheless, I think it all worked out, and I'm glad we finally got. You know, they, BET was on overtime to show that they fuck with the gays since Little Nas X wasn't at the show and was going Funny. overtime trying to get them canceled. 
But um, fuck BT. Fuck yeah. BT. <laughs> hey. Now, yeah. let's get right into these fucking hot topics. P Valley is too gay for the homophobo. Uh. <laughs> Down in the valley where the girls get naked. Pussy on your neck, so I know I'm going naked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, bitch. Listen, the girls have been watching the show, and they feel like in recent episodes that the scenes have gotten too graphic for cis heterosexual men and women to watch. Um, uh-huh. In particularly, there was a scene in episode four with Little Murder and his trade from prison for those who may or may not be watching. Teak. Um, <laughs> you know what I find interesting? Nobody had nothing to say about Mercedes and the other girl that she was eating coochie with. <laughs> Right. They had something to say about Little Murder in this trade. But my question to you, Swallowers, is, is P-Valley going too far? Oh, you know it's not. Not for them. (laughs) Unless we have undercover homophobes that listen. But I know that if there are, you're blushing the entire time you listen to this podcast. Right. I don't know how you could be a homophobe and listen to this. This is some gay ass shit. And so is P-Valley. <laughs> and listen, and so is P-Valley. Y'all should have known that when y'all saw, uh, you know, <laughs> what can I think of his name? Auntie Clifton. Um, oh, Uncle, Uncle Clifford. Clifford. There we go. Uncle Clifford, listen. Iconic um, character in cinema. And mm-hmm. it's just get with it or or don't watch <clears throat> i loved what that writer said when she responded to someone and said well don't watch i yeah. mean that, don't watch it because it's definitely going to continue to be gay stuff in it here's oh. the thing i don't know what the fuck y'all are doing or talking about okay <laughs> the proprietor of the pink is a gender non-conforming um person involved with another man right they have fucked on this show already is it because uncle clifford it presents as feminine that it was okay y'all weren't up in arms about that y'all still continued to watch the show right what y'all are up in arms about is two masculine men engaging in sex. That's a little bit too real for y'all. But you know what? But guess what? I have something for you. No one's in the closet anymore, okay? Um, Gay (laughs) men of every race, creed, kind, they exist. And guess what? They're having sex. They're having romantic relationships. They are living... Um, trying to figure shit out just like every fucking body else. Right. Get the fuck over it. Right. Yeah. I uh, think it's triggering you, for Lindsay. some. It's triggering for some. Well, first of all, I'm going to talk directly to the cis gender um, heterosexual men. I think for them this is triggering because they can't enjoy titties and ass in peace without seeing some gay shit. Oh, I want to look at women without seeing dicks. 
you know, why can't I just enjoy my strippers on poles without seeing the gay shit? That's what this is really about for you. And then it also, by it being two unassuming men, masculine men, I, I can't identify who gay anymore because it's niggas that look like this having sex on the show. Like, well, that's what's going on. That's, that's the real world. That's what's going on. And let me tell you this. I will, I am going to credit each of the actors whom I believe are both straight in real life, yeah. but that ain't even here nor there. Right. Who cares? Their commitment to the integrity of the show mm-hmm. is what I am really impressed by. Right. Both of them have come out with statements and said something to the effect like, this is a reflection of the times, okay? The, right. They're the gay men, whether you like it or not, they exist in every iteration you could possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Queer relationships, they're... Um, are just like heterosexual relationships. They're in different forms, different iterations. Get over it. These people are not going to stop existing because you don't like it. Because you don't like it. You don't want to see And on an artistic note, bitch, this is widening the lens. You know, normalizing, and this is coming from another, a fellow writer who is committed to the normalization of intimacy between men or any kind of queer intimacy because it is normal and y'all need to get the fuck over it or change the channel. Change the fucking channel. It's really that simple. And I'm glad people like Uncle Clifford is getting sucked up by the trade for their birthday. Absolutely, in a loving way too. Everything ain't always violent. And I think queer men, and I also think as someone who writes these stories too, queer men in every iteration need to see themselves on the screen. Black queer men need to see themselves. Black gender non-conforming people need to see themselves depicted and they in are a allowed loving to be way. sexual and just live normal lives. Not, not in a sexually working. violent way, like yeah. it's usually portrayed. This is important. These, This is a black, like the pink, what I will say about it, P-Valley, it's, it's um, black subculture, right? And all facets of that. And that's what the, it's an exploration of all of that. And that's a part of it. And we got, and I'm going to get into it more later, but y'all, y'all need to shit or get off the pot. And y'all, oh my God, did you see that? Nigga, I done wrote shit that was harder than that. Right. When I saw the scene, I was like, I was like, oh, y'all just saw a little spit and the nigga bent over, bitch. And they lost their minds. But these is the same folks that thought moon, Moonlight was something that was... Oh, Lord. Let me tell you something. I wasn't even impressed by that motherfucking bend over. In that. I wasn't either. Bitch, your back me, not even arched. Neither. I wasn't. Because <laughs> they straight. Let me tell you what I was... <laughs> let me tell you what I was impressed of. I was impressed with that kiss. 
Blue Kiss. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, he kind of like leaned up. He was sitting down and he kind of like lifted his chin up and look, I'm all for it because it's normal. And 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 it ain't gonna corrupt y'all girl, kids. Girl, think- girl, girl, we got Let it. Let me finish. <laughs> I can't- <laughs> you said that already. Girl. What you gotta say? That kiss impressed me. You said it didn't. It did. Oh, it did. Okay. Kiss impressed me. That's like that's going back to what Lindsay said about the integrity of them executing that character. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, you know, it was touching. I felt like they could have left the fucking out, to be honest. You know what they could have left out for me? Putting that condom in his mouth and going up, getting on his knees, because that ain't real. Ain't nobody nope. sucking dick with no fucking condom on. Bitch, <laughs> first of all, y'all was fucking in prison raw. You ain't sucking his dick with no condom when you get out of jail after fucking a nigga raw in prison. I'm just trying to tell you what it is in real life. But anyway, that's not even important. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of is, though, because that's... Some girls might. Is that not a good point, though? Y'all was fucking in jail. I I guess they wanted to be, you know, I guess they wanted to be responsible. It's actually to me, it was kind of force a HIV campaign all the time with gay sex in association with, well, we got to make sure they're wearing protection. Bitch, when straight people having fucking on cameras and shit, ain't no condoms being shown. (laughs) (laughs) But listen, it was little murder giving him the condom. He gave it to him. So that's him being that the condom wasn't needed. Well, listen. It doesn't when he let me not let me not be that person. When but he's to one, me, <laughs> this is fantasy television. It would it, be okay if you if just, you spitting if you letting spit drop, bitch. You don't need no goddamn condom. <laughs> that was y'all, buck. Y'all are going into it too much. Bitch. I mean, but just allow it to be fantasy without feeling like you have to deliver an impactful, safe sex message every time you see gay sex. I know I might be controversial in my thinking with this, but, bitch, I don't feel like every gay sex scene has to drive a safe sex agenda. Well, listen, when that, when that, heterosexual sex scenes do don't not do, do that. the same thing. <laughs> but listen, listen, when that nigga went down on, uh, you know, Uncle Clifford yeah. for his birthday, he did not put a condom on. Okay? Get into it. So. I wonder if that was Uncle Clef- Clifford's pee-pee. <laughs> Eighty fish thick. Um, I think it was a uh, prosthetic, but what? You didn't see the pee-pee when he when Uncle Cliff go watch the scene. Yeah, Uncle Clifford. You it was see a the- dick hanging outside of the the pocket. The, pee the pocket. pocket. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what you're talking about. All I, all I know, all I know is that there was no condom put on when he went. No, down. it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. But but what I'm saying is, I felt like Little Murder giving it, pulling it out was a part of that story. Get into it. Yeah. But what are y'all talking about? He had on a prosthetic penis. 
Uncle Clifford ain't got a penis. Is that what y'all saying? No, no but I, maybe they want to show his scene. real pee-pee, so they have a prosthetic one just in case the actors don't want to show the pee-pee. Oh, okay. So y'all saying that it was one? I'm gonna go look at. It. I don't. I, I think it was. I. I I'm, mm-hmm. I'm doubtful that. Listen, Goodbye. you always, you always decide. <laughs> <laughs> She's always I'm doubtful that how big Uncle Clifford will is. bring out his real dick in a sexy. But who knows? The bitch might be shooting her shot. Like you see, I got a a big dick, huh? Oh wow! Who knows? The world will never know. <laughs> The world will never know until I'm in LA. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> now on a serious note, oh, we got to talk about the effects of Roe v. Wade overturning. It all begins. So in Ohio, this week, literally the Indianapolis Star reports that a ten-year-old was seeking care for an abortion, um, but. An abortion is only legal until about six weeks in that state, right? So most people don't even know if they're pregnant around that time because that's only two weeks after the missed period. Um, so the child was reportedly, um, first of all, the fact that they're 10 years old, you can already see like finding your cycle is already difficult. But then um, the child reportedly missed the deadline by six weeks and three days. Three fucking days. So, because of that, they were not able to get an abortion. A 10-year-old child that was, um, literally became pregnant due to sexual assault. Specifically, I believe, rape. She was raped. Yeah, yeah. Um, The age of consent, by the way, in Ohio is 16. Um, and so the 10 year old did for those who need at least some light at the end of a very dark tunnel, um, they were able to go across state lines and get an abortion. But the fact that people have to do that, (laughs) this shit is fucked up. Are we in 1962? Are we? In the words of Jay-Z, tell Rush Limbaugh to get off my balls is 2000 and what? Not 1864. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Remember that, Lindsay? Yes, I do. I mean, it's that I always remember those. Listen, they're trying to take back the clock that that far. A 10-year-old girl that was raped. That alone is just, I can't even begin to process that. Right. I know. And That's all raining the sound. Yeah. And how y'all still denied her under those circumstances. Insane. Um, I don't know. I just feel like womanhood in general is just under attack. It's like under siege. You know? And it's um, unfortunate. I don't even know what to say about it. Like, I'm still trying to process the whole thing. Just the fact, just knowing that so many um, people will be suffering as a result of this is just unsettling to me. All people that give birth will be affected. Yeah. It's it's hard to even imagine that 
2022 that this is going to be a thing. It's insane. It's it's horrific. And archaic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something interesting happened though. Um out of the fucking woodworks, Kimberly Elise decides that she's going to post hallelujahs in celebration of the overturning of Roe <clears throat> Wade. Child, she's probably doing that for a check. I don't know what her agenda is. But I'm not even gonna sing it how I was just annoyed by it. Yeah, like <laughs> girl, shut up. It was like, shut the fuck up. Shut um, up. But the number of Republicans making light of this and right wing basically celebrating the fact their rights have not been affected, but they would like to take away the rights of others. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> she needed to be quiet yeah. and go read a script. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Anyway, well, I'm glad. I don't know if I can even say I'm glad about anything. No. It saddens me to know that one a ten year old was raped. It saddens me to know that they needed an abortion. Yeah. And it saddens me to know that they had to go across state lines just to get one. Despite the circumstances. I mean, the amount of like trauma. It's just layer on layer on layer. It's insane. Um, yeah, this is the world we're living in. Welcome to cancer season. Oh, God. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They're the reason for a lot. Ooh. Did somebody just crawl through the window? This is something they having a drag race outside my fucking window. You need anyway. to get out there and see if anybody's beat. <laughs> <laughs> Might be right. <laughs> this is the land of opportunity. Okay, it is. Oh, I thought this was the land of slavery, but okay. It is. It is. <laughs> All at the same time. Anyway, um, Piers Morgan and another th- thing coming about. His pale ass. I'm so sick of this bitch. But anyway, he's was baiting Macy Gray into transphobic rhetoric on television and then Macy Gray says that changing your body parts doesn't make you a woman. Well, guess what Natalie Renee McIntyre? <laughs> um, you're right. But not in the way that you think. Because <laughs> women should not be reduced to their fucking body parts. Womanhood should not be reduced to body parts. It just makes no sense to me. I'm not a walking vagina. I'm not a walking uterus. It's so ridiculous. I am not defined by that. It's it's just so bizarre. 
what do you even make of this? It's nothing to make. It's just ignorant. It's just ignorant. It's just ignorant. And then the doubling down, I can't do either. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't do that. Like, oh, I really, you know, I really love the LGBT. No, you don't. No, you do not. No. Your performative allyship is not necessary. Like, it's unneeded. Like, it's not needed. It's, you can't, you can't um, deny the existence of trans women because of their body parts. And then say... You love the, the LGBT. It, it's one or the other. It's one or the other shit or get off the pot. Listen, Macy Gray needs to shut her fucking mouth. That's 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 pretty much what this comes down to. But she's like a lot of other women no. that make it about them. People in this country, like and and like well, uh, listen, specifically for her, she should have known better. If she claims to be a part of this community, which I'm not going to sit there and say, I don't think she's telling the truth that she considers herself. I, I think she could consider herself an ally. It doesn't mean she wouldn't make a mistake and say some stupid shit out of her mouth. But the doubling down, like you said, Lindsay, is the part that's very telling. She said what she said. That's what she's trying to say. So I have to say, fuck her for that. She, needs she has a skewed perspective of what allyship looks like. Um, Obviously. <laughs> right? Skewed, bitch. It's not even... It's uh, but what bothers me more about it... I mean, yes, I'm angry at what she said, but she has not said anything or presented anything new. Um, Pierce Morgan, I'm not he still is implicit in all of this as well, because what you're trying to fucking do is bring on a black woman and somehow promote your transphobic agenda as well by saying like, oh, this black woman also agrees with my white cis male ass too. So it must be true. That's why she should have known better. And that's why it like, but I'm not saving her black ass because you fell for his trap, you idiot. You <laughs> fell for his fucking trap. And if you wasn't eating before, well, girl, pull out the saltine crackers because you're going to be starving, bitch. Every little LGBTQ fan you had before, they're gone. Right. Idiot. Um... Another reason I'm not going out of my way to save her is because you led with people are going to hate me. Well, guess what? Yes, I'm going to go ahead and hate you. Like you said, people are going to hate me for this, but yes, I am. (laughs) Thanks for allowing me. But anyway, Bette Mittler chimed in as well. Oh, God. I don't have... I already was not fucking with her from a few from, years ago. From, from, <laughs> her and J.K. Rowling was on the same yeah, boat with Foley. So, 
Right. We already talked about them hoes before. Uh, but she chimed in as well. But who? Medi Bidler? <laughs> <laughs> Met Bidler. <laughs> Met Ball Bidler. Met Bidler. Um, I do have an issue with with a transgender comedian decide to co-sign the bullshit rhetoric too. <sighs> now this did bother me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> this heavy-footed flame Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> This wide hog, meat ankled, low IQ, dirty, fucking in a porta potty, greasy, loose lip ass half man. Damn. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> call you a half man because you literally conveniently like to slip in and out of when you identify as a trans woman, you are okay with people calling you a man. You are okay and identify as being a father but yet you want to take up space for transgender woman conversations and somehow feel like you get on your platform to subscribe to what transphobic naysayers have to say about them makes it somehow valid. It's like, I've already had problems with this ignorant big bison face bitch before. Like, very... Pickle juice, pick me. They just want to be everybody's friend. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah, we some men. We all some nigger bitches. This bitch <laughs> size 16 dress drag queen. <laughs> Listen. With Stop. heavyweight champion Bruce Knuckles. It just street curb weave. Holiday heart father of three bitch, you motherfucking man. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm I I I'm done because now if you even go on online, I did a simple search. I identify as a man, um, but you know, I do still do drag. And, but I also identify as a drag queen, I mean, as a trans woman, because I had these things done on my body. I got titties and I have filler in my face. Bitch, you need to go learn. Just because your swollen, not ass face got surgery and you did cosmetic things to your body, don't simplify the fucking trans experience to that and then start getting on your fucking soapbox with your size 14 patty melts that you're going to start <laughs> preaching about. <laughs> I'm just so sick of this bitch. Flame Monroe always manages to insert herself into conversations that she doesn't, she doesn't even have the Why are you talking? bandwidth for. Like, it doesn't even concern her. <laughs> it does not concern her. Yeah, because, and I wish people would stop relegating the trans experience to just changing of body parts. Being a trans, being a person of trans experience Mm -hmm. is a fully realized 
lived experience. Right. You know what I mean? It's not just, well, I'm just going to chop off my genitalia and, or replace it with something. And then I change to the next. I'm a different person. No, it's not that. No, it's not. It's not simple. And it's insulting to in, even insinuate that. Not even taking into account the mental, the mental torture that must take place in order for you to not feel like you're in the right body. People are just like relegating it to something that's, you know, like, and, and like just undergoing surgery if they go that route. Like that's some walk in the fucking park. It isn't. Like that made it, I don't know. Because I did this, that makes me a woman. No, it's Absolutely. not quite that. Trivializing, right. Trivializing their lived experience is insulting. Just because you have, and I do want to add, just because you have cosmetic enhancements or fillers and body work done to enhance your drag career, don't feel compelled to have to claim that you are a trans woman. If you do not see yourself as such, I'm sitting here calling Flame Monroe. I want to be clear on my stand. I'm calling Flame Monroe a man because she is always quick to say that she's a fucking man at the end of the day. That's why I'm calling this exactly. nigga bitch a why man. She, so the, why she, so why are you talking? Identifies? That's what I'm going to do. So I'm going to call you a man. You want You keep all, oh, I, I'm a man at the end of the day. I'm a father. I'm a okay, well, nigger, I'm going to call you a man then. So why are you even in this conversation? Right. Listen, I have something to say. I don't even know who Flay Monroe is. So We talked about her before on the show. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who this bitch is. She I, was on I, Tiffany Haddish, um, She's Ready show. Um, she's a drag queen from Chicago. Oh. Pay it. She's late as hell as hell and always one of the first people and then like people do this thing like every time the trans media conversations come up she's always one of the first people like yeah oh, we men we men look at me as a man as a man listen whoever she whoever she is she sounds like she's confused no she has her own internalized transphobia, homophobia, all Absolutely. of it. Absolutely. That bitch and is used. What I want for her, I don't give a fuck what internalized trauma she's dealing with. Like, whether you choose to fully subscribe to she or he, or partly he, um, because long, literally, she says, like, I go by he, blah, 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 blah. My thing is, when you need to be responsible when you get on your platform to speak for everyone because your lived right. experience is not everyone else's. Absolutely. You can do everything that you're doing. You can go by father, you can go by he, and you're a man and because do all that. Individual experience. Without that getting individualized experience. You'll yeah. speak. Without saying to the world, oh, yeah, Macy Gray is right. We are some men that you can just live your fucking life and not concern other people in that. Girl, fuck her. It was very triggering. <laughs> I can't. I thought I thought she was talking about somebody else, and I was like, 
Ugh. No. This is specifically for this hole. Miss Flaming Hot Cheeto herself. <laughs> but it also allows me to segue in the person deserving of hit this week. Yeah. Can't wait. Hey, homie hanging on my neck. The bracelet matches a set. My brother name is Tina Dollar. Stop all that back and forth over the net. My mama wish I would have went corporate. She wish I would have went exec. I still turn to a CEO, so the lifestyle she respect. Hey, two sprinters to Quebec. Cherie, où est mon bec? They only giving niggas plus. Getting some head. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 we spent a lot of time talking about pork and bean and backwood smoking bitches, but now we're going to give. <laughs> Yeah, to someone truly deserving. Yes. <laughs> Her titties are big. Cute. Big, big as fuck. <laughs> She's the host of Can We Talk podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. And yes, but can you ask? First name Hope. <laughs> Last name Giselle Knowles. The person deserving of here this week is none other than Hope Giselle. Yes. As, uh, Hope Giselle needs some motherfucking hit. Now look at who Hope is, y'all. Hope is a trans woman that also gets into advocacy. She has a podcast. She writes. Um, she does it all. She's on the rise in the media for her very unique and direct way of confronting transphobes and their rhetoric in social media. She has been reposted by, um, what's his name? Wise? No. Amon Hill. Him? Yes. Okay. Him too. But the, also the, that black guy with the dreads that used to be on. Oh, um, the cutie. Yeah, I forgot his damn name. Oh, the cutie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're talking about um, the teacher. Yes. Yeah, like knowledge is elevation. Yeah. Knowledge yeah. is elevation. Yeah, that him. <laughs> yeah, he needs some head too, but that's another That's another thing. You've given it to him before. At least he needs head every oh, given Tuesday at 9 p.m. <laughs> but that's not it. <laughs> Here nor there. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes, him. But, uh, you know, I, I really have to give it to her and commend her for the way that she's challenged me and others to really rethink the Macy Gray comment recently this last few days. Um, a lot of people were attacking Macy, but surprisingly, given how aggressive and direct and that hope can be in her approach, her approach to Macy was actually different. Uh-huh. It was tame. You know, um, she challenged her eyelashes. She didn't go into this long lift of attacking Macy and calling her all types of dumbass bitches, you know, like she is. What she did was she, like, <laughs> she challenged her the way that she goes about her eyelashes. 
And one quote that I found to be my favorite was, if you are an ally, and that's what some of you all miss, it's not about always agreeing, it's about not putting us in harm's way. Yeah. And that's important because, especially all of us as Black, we kind of feel compelled to, in our allyship with each other and our kin and our family, to all fuck with each other, to all agree and all to be a monolith. But we don't all think the same. But what we can do, as Hope Giselle was saying, is it's like when being baited like the way that Pierce Morgan was doing, Macy, even if that's your way of thinking, you can opt to not fucking say anything. You can be silent. You can say no comment. Because when you use a platform to the magnitude that that is on to co-sign rhetoric that is getting trans women and trans men killed out here. There we have it. There you have it. You supported that. People that look like us support that way of thinking. You are complicit. I'm implicit. And pathologies that lead to their demise. Exactly. People needed to hear that message. And she also did uh, another live about women's body parts and how we can't reduce people to such. And I thought that was important as well. But I do feel like some of these things are not new knowledge. But in the way that she delivers these things, I do think that her advocacy is different. It's fresh. She challenges us to... Um, rethink things and he, she even spent like an hour for inviting motherfucking transphobes on her live to say if you don't think that trans women are women come on my live first of all <laughs> two hours was it two you are fucking shitting it was, me. Two, it was a two hour live she needs some motherfucking head she spent two hours of her limit because she's a very busy woman she spent yeah. two hours of her time getting you homes together, but not in a way that was nasty. Right. She was literally talking to you like your problematic cousin. And in and in that live, she definitely looked like she needed some head at that moment. Oh yeah. Too. She was sitting. She needed her titties suck. I couldn't stop looking oh, at her titties. Yeah. I was like, damn, bitch, what's going on? She was unusually, <laughs> she was unusually, she was unusually sexy for this live. Yeah, she was giving MILF. She was giving she was, she was giving, giving probably the woman she is. She was giving the woman she is. She's a beautiful, out. sexy woman. Like I know things, but I also have titties. Like I'm sexy too. Yes, bitch. You need some fucking head. <laughs> and I know you in DC, bitch. I ain't gonna say where, but I know. Yeah. She reminds me a little bit of Issa. Mmm. Okay. But I don't want to say that because I really can't stomach Issa that much. <laughs> really? No, it's in a petty way because of the show. Got it. But <laughs> that's fair. 
But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she does remind me of her. Very beautiful and very, very, you know, I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm actually always in awe by Hope. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And plus, I did see her in person one time. <clears throat> oh, yes. At the fucking award banquet we went to, right? Yes, at the awards, the, the I Am Award. The I Am Award. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walking around, titty shaking the whole time. Yes. Yes, they were. And you know what? I'm going to start bothering people. Sometimes you don't want to bother people because you think they're busy or, they're, you know, I'm going to start bothering bitches. And begin but like, them. yeah, like let your experience with them happen before you decide for yourself how they're going to be, you know? And, and, and what is that about? And and let's and guess what I'm not even that girl, but sometimes you just you just feel like girl. Let me not talk to her right now. It's these assumptions and biases. biases well, I, like, I think that we read body languages and we and we and we judge timing. Right? Is it the yeah. right time to do it? So, and I know me. I'm I'm I, I'm a good judge, but she's definitely one person that I should have spoke to. When I saw her, yeah, I, I didn't speak to her because of I'm always just in my head thinking I don't want to disturb or bother someone. Well, you doing the same thing I'm doing, ho? All <laughs> you said that you felt like she possibly maybe I don't know busy. Oh no, I thought she was saying that you felt like she might be a certain way or something. No, 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 I felt okay. like she may be you know, busy or just not the right time to be, you know. That's oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, it yeah, not, yeah. It, it wasn't about her. It's just she's not the only one. Like, her, Kathy Hughes, it's a few people that I mm-hmm. said, damn, I should have spoke to her because I had the moment and I didn't take the opportunity. But also, she looked breathtaking, too. So sometimes when a bitch is breathtaking, then you're like, okay, am I really going to do this? <laughs> right. So, that's all. <clears throat> now, Hope also called out um, gay men, cis gay men, um, on their, like, when there's time to show up for trans women, they don't. But in particularly, when they can just be silent, they choose to speak up and support transphobic rhetoric all the time. Like, I think she said, like, when the whole Macy Gray thing came out, it was a lot of gay people, like, showing their support of it. Like, yeah, she's right. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. But this goes back to what Hope said. Even if that's how you think, when you are going out of your way and you consider yourself an ally for trans women to co-sign that shit, Like she says, she said, keep that shit in a fucking group chat with your friends. You don't need to publicize that and put that on a platform. Right. You're not even supposed to be calling yourself an ally. Like that. Well, that too. That's how I feel. I don't know. It's weird for me. I don't know. I have a weird relationship with that word ally. I don't like to use it because for me personally, that's not. It, it just touches the surface of what I'm about. Like, this is not a game. This thing, like, if you have people in your life that you say you love that are part of the community, 
it's really one way to go. There is no disagreeing with who they are as people. Right. There is no disagreement with the way they choose to live their like on that level. Mind your business and love the people. Being in disagreement, I don't I'm like I don't have that luxury. And that was the point that she was making so eloquently, so patiently. She got a lot of patience. A lot of patience. I don't. <clears throat> no. No I, no, I literally was on that live for a few minutes and I found myself already going off in the fucking comments like, bitch, did it? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw you. I saw you. I said, oh, she's mad. I was pissed. Like, <laughs> and then some... I didn't want to trigger you. I just, I wanted to share. Well, I, I literally was trying to... I originally went into the live thinking like okay i'm just going to listen while i'm working out but literally i entered with a possible lesbian talking about <laughs> <laughs> a possible lesbian i yeah i said fuck talking it. about what talking about well we got to protect kids from seeing this in oh, TV shows, you know, every time you turn on the TV, you know, you know, I be getting my pussy ate, and when I turn on the television, I, the kids can see uh, trans people and gay people always kissing and stuff. Protect them from what? From predatory stuff? Who's a predator? What the fuck are you talking about? And, and, and Hope was giving people Tony are so fucking weird. I don't even know what she was. I don't trying, know what she was trying to work with her. She was trying to work with her ignorant ass. But it just wasn't. Gosh, Lindsay, I wish you were there. You would have saw this shit and you would have said, "Wow, what bitch!" The they were going in fucking circles like her Wi-Fi that was buffering. I was so annoying. <laughs> <clears throat> and the bitch and the bitch <laughs> had no Wi-Fi I'm over her going in and out. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Right. Then at one point, she was literally just talking. I'm like, did you even hear yourself at this point? She said, she said the kids don't understand. She said, no, they do understand. They understand. She was getting my kids, my kids don't understand. And she's like, oh. well, oh, another important thing that she said, because she was saying like, well, we teaching kids to, uh, to be, to be that no, that's not what the education is. You've missed, first of all, you don't even know what the fucking lesson plan is. Second of all, um, <laughs> teaching people that other people unlike themselves or showing people that there are people just like them in this world is not teaching them to be that way. Right. It's acknowledging the existence of other people and also teaching them to respect that others exist. Exactly. That's all. Pretending otherwise like they don't, this erasure of other people unlike you, I'm not getting with that bullshit. That's the lesson. That's the lesson. That's the fucking lesson. People how to hate. Also, because a lot of people like to fucking say, oh, 
if trans people, trans people and gay people being on TV and movies, that's making people become that bitch. We've been here forever. And we, all you saw was great people kiss, fuck, do all kinds of shit. We've been watching y'all straight. fuck on TV for years. They guess have what? turned straight. And I'm going to say this. In the words of Nene Leakes. <laughs> keep saying it. Keep saying keep, it. Keep saying it. Maybe you'll convince Hope. Hope. <laughs> and don't because forget the infamous. You because you won't be convincing anybody else, so dream on. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you cannot talk to me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you forgot the Nene. Nene. You- Cannot talk to me. Yes. I'm so sick of people. I don't know why people really think that us having a fraction of representation, a small fraction of representation, is making people gay, making people trans. It's so dumb. I remember being in a nail salon and um, they were talking about pride and the lady was there with her son. She asked the man to please turn the channel. <laughs> oh, God. They don't need to see that. See what? They being sexual. Bitch, y'all don't be saying nothing when a man, a cis man and a cis woman fucking. In that instance, they're seeing people being interviewed. <laughs> no one's doing <laughs> It's really like, okay, really? No one's doing anything. They're talking. They're answering questions. Right. Can I also say that you can't be influenced by anything that doesn't speak to you? Maybe the influencing needs to happen because they see themselves, a part of them that they want to let out. A part of them that they want to share with the world and invite you in to see did you ever think about that whole? But anyway. No, they, they want to create a world where it's hard for people to um, express themselves and live authentically. We have to but protect the world where there's them. only a select few kinds of people in the world. And then admonish them when they're living a life of deceit. Absolutely. And then when they don't naturally subscribe or they look out of place in pretending to be things that they are not, they are still going to be ostracized and felt other because like, why are you being weird? <laughs> well, I'm pretending and wearing drag for y'all. <laughs> really? But this is about hope. This is about hope in her head. <laughs> it really- you can convince hope. Because <laughs> <laughs> you won't be convincing anybody else. So dream on. Dream on. Hope. <laughs> Thank you, hope. That lady. <laughs> that lady. Open wide and just. Open wide. Take this tongue. I'm just as patient as you are. Mm. I think as Ooh. long as you need, oh, wow. I'll be there. Already. Wow. I'll be there. All right, now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, needs a little patience. 
And let me tell you something. When that <clears throat> boy of Asian descent came on the line and he was like, you're not a woman, you don't have a pussy. And she was like, I do have a pussy. <laughs> I know he gagged. Well, he, and then you said, he said, it's not a real pussy. And she was like, yes, it is. It does everything. A, 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 a. He wanted her number after that because he wanted to see if it worked. <laughs> It was over when she said it. So that's how I know for sure that she knew. Yeah, actually, I do have a pussy. No, no she said, I, I do have a pussy. It was mm-hmm. bad. Do you understand what a pussy is? Do you know the parts? Niggas that don't even be knowing what the where a clitoris is. Don't know nothing. Right. If you shown a motherfucker a map of the coochie, they'll be lost. But they know the way to a butthole. <laughs> it get lost trying to find a mud hole. <laughs> Not a mud hole. Beast Miss Pass and Patrice Whoop. <laughs> I will stop a mud hole in your ass and run it dry. Pastor Patrice Woodbine. <laughs> That was my gem. Anyway, Giselle, thank you for all that you do. We really do love you. Yeah. We appreciate you. Yes. Like a Nestle's crunch. I can hear your tears when they drop over the phone. Get mad at yourself because you can't leave me alone. Gossip and messy. It ain't what we're doing. Traveling around the world. Is the T O D the topic of the day? Ooh, well, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent most of my time complaining about shit and getting beat that I forgot to go deeper into Hope Giselle's pussy. But you know what? I'm gonna make up for it with yeah. this amazing topic of the day. Yeah. Of course, Emma Ray Potts. We're scrolling on Twitter. Uh, Happened to. Bye. (laughs) Happened to run into a little topic. I saw someone say, some people are so focused on not appearing judgmental that they will allow someone to do harsh drugs around them even when they don't support it. Mm. And it made me really think about that a bit, you know, about the conversation of like boundary setting or when it's actually being judgmental and when does it become the latter? So my question supposed to you all is, have you ever felt compelled to kind of put your boundaries aside or standards aside so because you didn't want to seem snobby or judgmental? Well, before I say this, let me say that. Let me ask this. Define harsh drugs. <laughs> that person talking about harsh drugs. Um, I would, well, if I could decide, I, I'm assuming he meant like um, meth. Mm-hmm. Oak. Things and, that are. And when we say meth, we don't mean method, man. No. <laughs> 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 well, I 
interesting question because I definitely have allowed some people to do harsh drugs around me. And I have also not allowed people to do harsh drugs around me. I've, it just depends on the situation. It mm-hmm. depends on the time. It depends on my mood. Mm-hmm. It depends on how high they already are. Shit. I mean, hell, I've popped the pill around somebody and never even thought to ask how they felt about it. Mm-hmm. I popped the pill around you. I didn't ask you, oh, do you feel fucked up seeing me pop this pill? Mm-hmm. I mean, in that way, I guess I could put myself in their footsteps. Mm-hmm. Bitch, I ain't shooting up in front of no other bitch. I ain't, you know, I ain't, no, I, I can't do a physical thing. But like an intravenous or whatever. It yeah, yeah but because, but because. I did put the shoe on my foot. I said, now I kind of know why sometimes I pay it and sometimes I don't. It depends on the situation. You should say something if you see a bitch that looks like she's already high out of her mind doing more drugs. Mm -hmm. If you don't say anything, then are you really a good person like you're trying to portray to be? Mm Mm-hmm. That's what that person was saying. <laughs> Look at Lindsay's face. Um, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I don't know. Um, I guess it depends on the, the circumstances. If the person is doing it around you often, yes, you need to set some boundaries. But if you ain't going to see this bitch for another three or four or five months, mm-hmm. it's giving, girl, get your life. Now, if you start hiccuping and foaming at the mouth, then, you know, <laughs> we've got an issue. Dream. But I, I, I never I never didn't say anything because I didn't want to be looked at as the bad guy. I don't give a fuck about being looked at as the bad guy. I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> but maybe that just is because I am in air. I don't give a shit about that. I say what I want to say. Period. If I love you, I say what I want to say. Mm-hmm. If I don't fuck with you like that, then I'll just let you keep doing it and look old. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what about you, Linz? Well, in terms of boundary setting in general, like, yes, I, you know, I have, um, you know, been in instances where people were doing a number of things, not just drugs, but talking to me a certain way or saying things that I wasn't in accordance with. And in my mind, I'm like, you know what? I'm, uh, I don't want to be seen judgmental or I don't want to cause a ruckus. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's that serious, but I've learned um, in time that um when it comes to being judgmental and when it comes to boundary, well, between being judgmental and boundary setting, you have to think of your individual well-being. And that is the difference. Mm-hmm. Like, if this is the difference between your health, sanity, something, uh, your faculty being compromised, then fuck the good guy persona. Mm -hmm. you know 
that's how I tend to think of it. I used to be like that, like, because in my past I've been viewed, I was viewed as judgmental, really judgmental. And to me, that is not a good trait to, to have. Um, but I've also learned that setting a boundary <laughs> is really what's needed instead of being judgmental. But I've also learned whatever the person did, whatever the people are doing, but you should know for yourself, maybe you need to be removed from that situation or something needs to be recalibrated. (laughs) And what you're saying is, wait a minute, I am judging. I I I need to leave. I need to leave. No, you're judging your surroundings. No, you are. In a way, not my scene. So I don't need to be around. Why am I around this? That's not my scene. I don't do it. But the girls could continue doing it. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I think for me, the way I think I'm looking at it, and maybe it's right, is that. I feel like with boundary setting, because I was actually going to ask, like, what is really the difference, right? I will start with, yes, I do feel like I've been in situations where, you know, I want to, I like to think of myself as open-minded and I pride myself in being that way. So I don't want to make anyone that does things that I may not subscribe to or fuck with, if they're doing it around me, I'm just kind of like, well, live and let live. But then that's just why the conversation of boundary setting and being judgmental does need to come up because I think that the former is more so about protection of self or about me. And then being judgmental, that is about the other person and your outlook on them. So I think it's one thing that's internal and the other is external. Mm-hmm. I think being judgmental is judging others, but setting a boundary is assessing my surroundings and seeing how that may affect me. Judging my surroundings, seeing how that will influence me, put me at harm, affect in- my mental well-being, yes. impact me in any shape, way, or form. And so I think that with setting a boundary, I have myself in mind and saying that even if it's something that I don't like, let's say it's drug use or let's say it's robbery, let's say it's any of those things. I'm not saying I don't want this around me, but I'm not setting this boundary to say you're fucked up, you're this, this, and you're that. No, I'm saying that I don't want that for myself. And that being around me can cause me or influence me to do things that I don't want to do or that I don't fuck with. I don't want at any point, like, for example, a bitch doing meth around me. And then I think for the slightest moment, I'm having a down day. Let me try that. Or, bitch, so many people are always fucking stealing and shit around me that one day on a hard time, I'm thinking to myself, well, let me just tap into that a little bit because sometimes you are with what you surround yourself with, <laughs> you know? Um, and some days, you know, in your darkest moment, you can slip. We are human. I think that's what boundary setting is to me about. Um, well, I'm judging. 
<laughs> I'm judging. I'm judging the situation. And I am judging you. I'm judging you. <laughs> and uh, and guess what? I'm going to be judged. Well, there's that. Oh. <laughs> Maybe uh, let me ask this. Yeah. Because when you make an assessment about somebody, I know it's not, it's not about them, it's about what they do. Yeah, you, but like we are technically shit. making a judgment call, right? We're making a judgment call about somebody, we're making some type of assessment. People naturally do this, right? It yeah, just I'm happens. A, I make an assessment with somebody t- if somebody takes a shit in the club, I make an assessment about them. <laughs> <laughs> If, uh, my question is really somebody who thinks they're a doll is walking crooked in the heels in the street <laughs> I'm judging you I'm judging you whole how dare you no but seriously or if a I... vulgar wears j- jazz shoes <laughs> <laughs> I'm judging you but no, here's the thing. I think we're all God's children, but unfortunately, we all judge. And we I, do. I, I, but I don't. But I don't like to judge outwardly. You know, I. Judge- I feel like just being judgmental is more so. It's it doesn't stop at making the judgment about a person. It continues with that judgment. You are creating a down. Um. You to look down on that person because of that. That's when it becomes judgmental. No, I, I think I think, I, think, I can think it can become that. But you know, that's definitely I, I don't judge people when they're at their worst. That's for sure. Um, you know, because when they're at their worst, it's too far gone. There's no need to judge. Right. Them. But I've definitely seen people that I knew was better than. Um, doing something that I knew they were better than, and I judged them. It was giving a girl, like, get it together. And I want mm. somebody to judge me, goddammit. <laughs> if I'm doing the wrong shit, don't judge me for being me. But, you know, <clears throat> if I'm doing something that can be detrimental to my life, judge me. That's all. I, I just feel like, like, you know, accepting the facts about something or making an assessment about something that is still judging but that is not creating a feeling or a negative opinion about something right right when you take that to the next level of like um somehow i don't know taking the moral high ground and being like oh no i would never or looking down at them because of such opinion or assessment that's when it becomes judgmental and i think that's quite different than setting the boundary and making a judgment call that's not yeah that's different than setting a boundary um yeah. <laughs> like I, like if you it's one thing to say because this is the same statement said differently. I can't have that around me. I can't have that around me. Like the yeah. second one comes with the judgment. The judgment. The other one, the first comes with like protection of self. Like I, I'm looking out for me, but the other ones, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, thinking about what, you know, what are you aligned with? Or you how know? that makes what, me look with that around me. What mode of thinking are you aligned with? <laughs> Versus, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's interesting. Mar- Marcus is still like, I'm judging the I'm shit I'm doing both. <laughs> you go, fuck that shit. One thing I can't stand is no drunk ass bitch. So when we talking about, you know, overdoing it, I'm judging you. <laughs> yeah, I don't like, yeah. You're drinking That's too much, worst. you alcoholic bitch. You be like, you late for. You can't hold it together. You're a mess. You're slurring. You're tired. I'm judging you. Sorry. But it's happened to me. I've been that late whore. <laughs> well, we, we know. Some other people were accusing you. <laughs> they were accusing you. So I know. At a bar near you. <laughs> I, I okay. never saw Lindsay as no drunk bitch before. So I don't know what they were talking about. Well, I may have been too too drunk to notice. (laughs) I've never seen her be a drunk bitch ever. So I don't know. Maybe she had a bad night. (laughs) Well, in a dehydrated (laughs) venue, who knows? (laughs) But did she read the girls is the question. Are you one of those fool people that read the girls? No. Okay. Never. I've had before. I'm not even gonna shit you. I have seen. I've seen you read the book, but it it was. It's not often. It's rare. It's not often. But it has. But I've definitely seen you read the girl for filth when you get. I read a bitch down a few times, <laughs> like <laughs> down to her espadrille flat, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not that girl. I'm. I don't. I'm not that girl either. I don't get full and read. I don't do that. I get flirty. Yeah. Well, bitch, I flirt. I mean, you, you, you just become more. I flirt sober. Sober. Well, listen. I. I can't. I can't say anything because I'm a flirt too. So I don't know what. Level, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what level you're at. But I'm a flirt regardless. Like, yeah. I think it's just an an intensified version of flirting when I'm drunk versus when I'm sober. That's all. Just giving, hmm, where do you live? You want to go home with me? (laughs) I don't know if that's flirting. Let's get it, bitch. That's not flirting. (laughs) I mean, this is a bold bitch when she's a drunk bitch. But Mm -hmm. pay it. At least you're holding it together. Okay. <clears throat> and listen, as I've had too many cocktails now, I'm just going to put it like this. I'm judging you. <laughs> but if I say something, then I love you. And I've told somebody before, like, bitch, I'm only saying this because I love you. You have got to stop. Or you're going to be looking old or you're going to be losing teeth. And, <laughs> and, and like my mother told me when I was young, and I'm a, and I'm a, and I'm gonna repeat this. Don't nobody want to be bothered with nobody who's missing who's missing teeth. Ain't <laughs> had that shit around me. <laughs> she, she told me that. It's a simple statement, but it's so impactful. 
<laughs> she told me that. <laughs> she told me that as a child. She said, "Don't no one want to be bothered with no man." With no <laughs> that reminds me of another show we did. Can't have no toothless bitch around me. <laughs> the to- toothless thinking. <laughs> Just a lot of I cannot. My mom made a lot of mistakes, but she definitely said a lot of the right things to me. <laughs> she knew I could handle it. Baby. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Right, but uh, but look what I just told you, bitch. Didn't that hit you oh, in the soul? Mama was spitting game. <laughs> That's game for your nerves. <laughs> Just like, don't nobody want to be bothered with no S was real wearing bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way it goes. And when I tell you what I'm about to tell you, you will be told, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, there's that. I feel like that made sense. Would y'all say that that made sense? I think we got somewhere with this. Yes. Hmm. All right. Whatever makes you feel comfortable. Whatever makes you feel comfortable. You want to judge me? Don't do it from a cot on the floor. But... Listen. <laughs> on the west side of Chicago. Okay, shut up. <laughs> with bed bugs. Oh, wow. Goodbye. Anyway. Swallow us, chime in, and let us know what you think about this topic. Always excited for new perspective. Yes, and please leave a five-star review. We need Nothing your last. And if you have left a review, thank you. Thank you. And guess what? Give another one. Oh. Okay. And if you find another app that you might see us on, give us a rating there too. Absolutely. And subscribe and do all of that. Oh, do all of that. Every has something for y'all. I don't know when we're announcing it, but look for it. Look for it. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Y'all been singing that song since. Well, it's been sung. 1990. We did it. I can't wait. When I sing this song that I'm about to sing, you will be sung to. Okay. Well, okay, auntie. We did it. We just have to figure it like logistics. Also, take the phone from your family or friends, go to Apple Podcasts, and write a review for them. Absolutely. Give us five stars that way if you can't do it again on your phone. Anyway, but just yeah. think they didn't get a chance, you could always, you know. No, seriously, Swallows, because I'm submitting the show for some podcast awards within the next few months, and it would really help. We love you. Follow us at HTSM's wow. Girl Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Buy our yeah. listeners at tpublic.com. And if you want to look back at all the platforms that we are on go to the the link in my instagram bio to find more also listen to lyrical mars music you can find that on his page at lyrical mars 
of his album. Oh, Lyrical Mar everywhere, bitch. Lyrical Mar everywhere. Yes. And also check out my new photography. There are some chocolate asses being oh. shown. <laughs> yes. They look delicious. Yes, they do. <laughs> All right, we out swallower. I got hope to see titty in my mouth. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, I'm surprised you're able to talk. Oh, I can't. Release the time, release the strain, release the strain.